1: And you're listening to Teka, Teka Balita para sa mga huli sa balita. In this special series, we bring you stories from the Tokyo Olympics with Inquirer Sports Editor Francis Ochoa. Hi
0: hey Siege, thanks for inviting me to the podcast.
1: Yeah, thanks for being here. I'm so glad you can join us. So the Tokyo Olympics were supposed to take place last year, but it was postponed to 2021. And even then, marami pa naging speculations, diba, on whether it will in fact push through with the recent surge of COVID-19 cases in Asia. Even now, Olympic officials say they're not ruling out the possibility of cancelling the events last minute. Ano bang balita regarding the positive cases?
0: It's funny you bring that up because um, that was part of the conversation on that, that... Is it possible that the IOC actually have the gal to pull off a postponement? There was a surge. Um, In fact, um, there were two positive cases within Team Philippines. But uh, the good news is they were false positives. But a lot of you already know that outside of Team Philippines, within the athletes' village, there have been positive cases.
1: This year's Olympics is certainly different and definitely one to watch. And this is perhaps the biggest global event to take place since the WHO declared the COVID-19 pandemic. How did organizers prepare
0: for this? There's no crowd. (laughs) They were discussing about letting a few thousand in. But um, the way it looks, the only people who will be in the stands for the opening are officials of the different National Olympic Committees. They are super strict. Before you even fly, you need two negative tests, 96 and 72 hours before leaving. When you get here, when it's basically three tests before you can leave the airport. You have to make 10 stops. We jokingly referred it to as the stations of the cross. You have to install these tracking apps um, that are so invasive. If this, were, if this were like ordinary times, we would be suing the Japanese government for forcing us to install tracking apps on our phones. We cannot go out there's really a sense that they're really trying to limit everyone's movement here so you know you miss the festive atmosphere where everywhere you go people call you by your country hey philippines and you shout back hey china how are you doing you know and the tradition where you meet someone from a different country you change pins that's not happening anymore
1: the Philippines has 19 athletes competing in the games, including weightlifting, pole vaulting, gymnastics, and skateboarding. For contact sports like judo and boxing, what are health protocols? Natin?
0: They have been told that after competitions, they have to leave the venues right away. If Hideline wins a gold medal on the 26th, she can only stay until the 28th and she has to fly back to the Philippines. That means that she will be flying back without the POC president, without the chef de mission, without the PSC chair. They will all be here because they need to finish the Games. The tests happen every day for the athletes. I spoke to Hidilyn about this, and it's her number one source of anxiety right now.
1: Do you think that this Olympics is going to be the one that will make people realize the value of mental health? For athletes,
0: there are a lot of sports psychologists right now in every delegation to help people manage their anxieties, their stresses. So that's one thing that really, really you can see that's happening here that's really different from all the other Olympics. That's why sometimes you cannot help but understand when gymnastics president Cynthia Carrion says, I'm sorry, we cannot let you interview Carlos Yulo because we're really trying to isolate him from everything that's happened. Carlos Yulo apparently doesn't even know how much the incentives already are for the gold medal. Being an athlete is such a high-pressure job. You have a very short window to perform at your best. You fail, you get skewered by the media people. So why it needs an Olympics that's taking place in a pandemic to validate that really escapes me right now.
1: Maybe it's sad that it takes this kind of situation for us to look beyond that. But if challenges can be the spark for change, we'll take it. That's all for this episode of Teka Teka. We'll be sharing more updates from Tokyo in the coming days. Again, I'm Siege Tantengo, Puma Podcast.
0: And I'm Francis Ochoa, straight from Tokyo. Follow us here on TechAteca and other Inquire platforms, our online digital and print platforms, for more on the Tokyo Olympics.
1: This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Carl Syed. Maraming salamat po.